Hey there, pals. Hey. <laughs> so it's just us because I messed up because I forgot to invite people. Cody usually schedules our guests, uh, and uh, he messed up. He got he done goofed this week. I so now um, there's no one here. Well, Carlos was going to be on his way, but he sucks, and he's he sucks, so he's not going to be here. That's a little mean. So you just got us. <laughs> well, welcome to Chess Talk. Where we play chess and talk. That's it. It's just Cody and myself, Eddie. Um, last week the score, um, I won last game and it was forty nine to sixty to two. And we're gonna play some chess and talk. S- settle it <laughs> once and for all. <laughs> uh, what color are you? Oh man, I am. Uh... I'm hazelnut. Oh, nice. Just so you know. That's so funny because I'm coffee. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, nice weird. little compliments. Yeah. Well, how you came up with that? <laughs> last week we were complimented each other with yeah. uh, our, nice little greens. Our shades of green. Mm-hmm. Fifty shades of green. Shut up. All right. Well, <laughs> the, <laughs> the coffee, recycling movie. <laughs> everyone likes coffee more than hazelnut, which is very close to say because Nutella is technically hazelnut. So <laughs> you're about to get stabbed on Tumblr. <laughs> I mean, unless you have like Nutella sandwiches while drinking coffee. All right, coffee's first. So I just moved. <laughs> So I finally saw The Revenant a couple months late. The Revenant? The one that won awards already and you barely saw it? So did it come out in 2015 or is it considered a 2016 movie? Like, does the Oscars, like... No, it came out 2015. Like, it was screening screening way before it actually got released in, like, December, which is when it came out. I thought it came out, like, early, like, the first week of January. That's what I thought. No. No, you were just that late in seeing it. (laughs) Yeah, even if I thought it came out in January, I'm still late, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, no, it came out in 2015, so yeah, it's still considered a 2015 run for the Oscars, so yeah. Man, well... Well, it was <laughs> funny, because like, um, the Coen brothers released their film, um, Hail Caesar. Oh, yeah. But uh, it didn't make it into the Oscars, so I think they released it just a little too late. I have to look up the deadline mm-hmm. when that happens. Yeah, um, The Revenant came out on Christmas. Christmas, okay. There yeah, so close. It only made... I think they submitted, like, their film, though, to, like, the Oscars awards thing, like, way before, though. Cause I was oh, saying, yeah, yeah, Because there's, like, filmmakers I follow on Instagram, and they're, like, watching The Revenant, and it's, like, October. Oh. <laughs> I was, like, what the hell? <laughs> what is that movie? <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to guess how much it made domestically? Uh, let me see. Is it still in theaters? Yeah, oh, definitely. Okay. With all the awards in right Okay, true. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure they're still going on another run. So, domestically. Not... Domestically, is it... How many digits is it? No, no, I can't. That'll, that'll give too it's much a, away. It's nine digits. Nine digits. Okay, well, okay. Ooh, wow. I'm going to say uh, 300 million. Ooh. Off? 177. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, actually, it had a limited release on uh, December 25th and then a wide release on January 8th. Oh. So that's probably what I thought. Kind of like the Hateful Eight. Almost. Exactly. Yeah, yeah so... I was close. Um, do you want to do you want to try and guess the foreign? Uh, Let me say your first guess was still higher than the foreign gross. Well, obviously, yeah. I would assume. Um, I'm probably going to say like eighty nine thousand or not. <laughs> <laughs> One country has the screening. <laughs> Yugoslavia. I'm at eighty nine million. <laughs> thousand million. They sound alike. <laughs> You're actually wrong on that too. You should have stuck higher. Two hundred fifty five million. Wow, more. Yeah surprisingly there's more people in the entire world than the u.s i'm ignorant <laughs> so it's you mean done... there's more out there than the u.s <laughs> so it's done 432 million and this is That's off a good. box office mojo and the production like the budget was only 135 million so 
Yeah. Made a nice little chump change. I mean, after the <laughs> after what they had to go through to make that film, like mm-hmm. it literally took them the whole year. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then like there was one interesting fact that I'm always like kind of pulling out is like the fact that they took so long like to film. Snow started melting at their yeah. location, so they moved it to Argentina, like yeah. south. DiCaprio like mentioned that like they had to yeah. go south, like further south, just to get snow. Yeah, like which is weird, <laughs> but hey, it worked though. And it's cool. They filmed it chronologically too, mm-hmm. which I found really intriguing. So, like, well, yeah, I remember you mentioning that after you saw it originally. Yeah. By the way, there's gonna be spoilers for the Revenant. Just uh, you know, no. <laughs> but yeah, because like at the end when you know Tom Hardy and DiCaprio are fighting, mm-hmm. yeah, like it's harder. Like I was like, oh yeah, that's a, that's in Argentina, <laughs> probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because there's like... which is a crazy scene too. So oh, before we get into it, though, what did you think overall of the film? It was good, <laughs> and I watched it with Brittany, and she hadn't seen a single trailer, so she was like, "What? What is this movie? No way!" Yeah, she was like, "Is this kind of like how a... does she like yeah, and, see a trailer?" And she was like, "Is this like a fantasy movie or something?" And I was like. You have no idea. No. And like, oh my god! When um, <clears throat> when the bear finally attacks him, she was like, "What's yeah. happening?" And that I was, was like, so early in yeah. the film too. I was like, Dude, I, what's I, happening? I thought it was taking long to get to that. I thought that was going to be a much earlier plot point. Uh, and so when that happened, I was like, "You're almost to the plot of the movie." Yeah, yeah. And then when um, you know, the, 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 the dies, we'll mm-hmm. get to that in a bit. Yeah. I was like, "Welcome to the Revenant." Yeah, <laughs> and she much. was just like. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that was intense, man. Um, I liked it. I felt like it. It wasn't like boring. Like it was. It was a two and a half hour movie, it so it long. was a long movie. But I wasn't bored because I was invested. Like I was really attached to him, and I wanted it. Like I assumed he was going to make it and like get his revenge, but I wanted to see how he was going to do it and how like grueling it was going to be. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, what what are your takes on it? Because you and I didn't really get to talk about it because I hadn't seen it yet. Right. So it's not as fresh in my memory, but when I did see it, yeah, I mean, like, they did a great job of building up Hugh Glass or Di- DiCaprio's character, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, you're emotionally invested in his, you know, journey. I mean, it's just the painstake he had to go through. Like, it's just, it's it's crazy. And Tom Hardy, man, he's he's such a sinister, like, crazy. He, like, he's pretty much like a... I think sociopath, like he just has like no emotions. He just no, like, he doesn't does care. It, man. He's like, we'll bury him now. Yeah, we'll give him proper burial. <laughs> and that's another thing you can barely understand him too. It sounds like he's chewing gum the entire time. <laughs> like when he first started talking, I started laughing. I was like, Hardy, what is that accent? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm Tom Hardy. <laughs> he sounds like Elvis Presley chewing on tar and then just like <laughs> doing a Tom 20, Hardy impression. Twenty readies. <laughs> we gotta go. Yeah. Uh, no, he did a great job though. Like he he did a killer job. Shout out to his scalp. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> when I first saw the hat off, I was like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was gnarly. <laughs> no, he did a great job. Um, I I think overall, like it, it was. I mean, it was it was good. It was a great story. It was a great film. Um. I mean, props to, like, Alejandro and his team. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, man. Like, I I can't imagine going through that. Like, throughout the film, I kept thinking, like, I kept getting pulled out because I was like, I cannot make this movie. Like, mm-hmm. that is too much for there my was, life. <laughs> and there was a lot of just, like, long takes. Like, oh, early well on. choreographed. When the, um... The, ba- the first battle scene? Exactly. When they get invaded, I was like, this that is was, all one shot. That was intense. Like, there were some points I could see where they could, like, sneakily do a cut. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure, like, they didn't do that. Like, well, like some, one time it, like, went behind a horse. Yeah. And I was like, they could have cut there, and, like, one time they, it, like, they, panned down to a guy, and then, like, it went up. Yeah. But. They could have. They, they have creative ways. Like, when I watch the Birdman yeah. behind the scenes, I can't wait to see the behind the scenes for The Revenant. 
I cannot wait. But uh, when I was watching Birdman, yeah, they, you know, they kind of showed where, like where they you know did their cuts and whatnot. Really, like you, you, no wonder like no one ever sees them. Mm-hmm. So you think the whole thing is a one take movie. Uh, but yeah, I know. I mean, they did a great job as far as choreographing it. I mean, it looks beautiful. Like I think the reason, one of the main reasons why, like, <clears throat> um, what's his name? Uh, they call him Alejandro calls him Chivo, the cinematographer. Okay. Uh, he Emmanuel Lebeski. Um, he freaking deserved that award so much because what they went through as far as like lighting goes, like there's a lot of that film is all natural. Light. Yeah, I was it's about to say, like light. definitely with like campfires, I could really tell. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. just how the shadows were. It's, it's like beautiful. Like it was, yeah, it was gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Like they barely use any artificial light, and like they the reason why it took them so long to film the movie is because they had to film at a certain time of the day, and they only got like an hour or two at the very most. So mm-hmm. you can imagine doing one like or two hours a day at night. Or at night, too, yeah. yeah. Aside night, from those scenes. But, but still. The majority of them, too. Like, it's crazy just to think that. So. And I wouldn't want to be filming at night in that territory. Dude, no way, man. <laughs> and, oh, God, DiCaprio, dude. Like, the, what he had to go through, like, <laughs> is insane. All the crawling. All the crawling yeah. and the raw fish and the swimming. And yeah, there's a raw fish. Pelted. There was bone marrow. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, the bison, like, liver or whatever oh, it yeah. was. That was gross. That was the one, like, he, like, actually threw up in in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Do you think he deserved the Oscar after seeing it now? Yeah, um, people were saying that while The Revenant was a good movie and he did a good job, some of his other roles definitely deserved an Oscar more. Yeah. And so at this point, him getting the Oscar is more as like a career Oscar. Like the Academy is finally like, you've done it. Like you you got this. This is yours. Like yeah. <laughs> this like Revenant really just like sunk it in. But yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Like that's, I mean. I, I do agree that Leo definitely deserved Oscars in many in other times. roles. <laughs> yeah, which which roles did they talk about? Um, like the Departed. Which... Oh God, The Departed, and I think some people some people said Gatsby. Others were on the fence about him as Gatsby. So like a lot of people were like very vehement about like him deserving it for Gatsby. Right. Um, those are the two I remember off the top of my head. The Revenant was really good. Yeah. It was a very well-made film. Not belittling it at all. I think Alejandro definitely deserved the Oscar for it as far as directing. I think she would definitely deserve the Oscar for cinematography for sure. DiCaprio, out of everyone there, he definitely went through much more torture <laughs> to get that Oscar, so uh, he, he gets it. <laughs> Did you hear that the bear attack was actually real? God, yeah. <laughs> they had one take on it. <laughs> he's, he's one heck of a method actor. <laughs> Acting. Acting. <laughs> he's like, I gotta, I gotta do it, guys. I gotta get the Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like they weren't even planning it. He just like gave someone a GoPro and it's like, hey, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> he submits it. He's like, do you guys want to use this for your movie? Uh, okay. <laughs> that was his audition to get the part. <laughs> yeah, like, I got almost eaten by a bear, kind of. <laughs> um, yeah. How do you like the soundtrack? You know, I vaguely remember the soundtrack from the movie just because it I, was a couple months I ago. I haven't heard it isolated, but uh, I mean, it was intense. <laughs> it's good. It's um, obviously a lot of like slower music right. where like. Like, there's, I think, like, 12 or 14 songs on the soundtrack, but a lot of it all just, like, flows in and makes it seem like one big soundtrack. And <laughs> nice. then there's just, like, some parts where, like, it just, like, picks up. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the opening track to Side C, because it's a double LP, it's, like, uh, The Possibility of Buffalo, I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's really, like, fast-paced, and, like, you can tell it's, like, a hopeful song. Yeah. And it's good, and, like, I can definitely, like, picture the movie happening with the soundtrack going on and it just seems like mostly like intense and it seems not like gloomy but it's just like a lack of hope Mm because everything is just so bleak in the movie like the setting the characters are bleak and just the what's happening is super bleak and the music really adds to that 
and like so on its own like the soundtrack normally like i have the breaking bad soundtrack yeah and that's a lot of like ambient and that was kind of hard to listen to but the revenant i was like into it <laughs> like i just like <laughs> i could dig it <laughs> i mean kind of going through like the music and like the film itself and like all the intense scenes that they had although it is overshadowed by many of like more in this moment kind of like self-reflection scenes like with just dicaprio kind of just making his way through the wilderness yeah. um i mean a lot of it's loosely based off of the tale from Hugh Glass, you know, mm-hmm. back then. I mean, the directors admitted it. The, even, like, the book, um, which I've not read yet, but yeah, uh, at the very end of the book, there's author's notes, and they say, yeah, basically, you know, none of this happened. Like, this scene was made up, this was all mm-hmm. made up, this for... Yeah, because I went... During the credits, I remember <laughs> seeing, like, it didn't... I didn't see anything mentioned, like, based on true events. It was, like, based on the novel by... Yeah. <laughs> so it's like... And so the, eh. novel, the novel is loosely based off of the events that And place. the movie's loosely based off the, the novel. novel. Yeah, so, so it's just it's watered just, and like, watered down. The only thing that is really true about the movie is the fact that his name is Hugh Glass. And, like, <laughs> he got attacked by a bear, kind of. Probably, yeah. Like, he just, like, scratching him. It's like, hey. Yeah, it's just funny, because, like, it was like, oh, nothing is real. <laughs> Art is a lie. <laughs> Art is a lie. Nothing is real. <laughs> So, but I mean, it was still, I mean, it, that's, but you know, that's storytelling, you know? Yeah. And man, did they tell a story too? Heck yeah, man. <laughs> and I was so proud of myself when, um, the Weasley brother, he played, uh, I think what Bill Weasley Oh yeah. in the movies. Like I saw him like the first scene, I was like, that's a Weasley brother. Yeah. I was that's like, a yes. Weasley. <laughs> like Brittany looked it up He's... on IMDb and I was like, <laughs> yeah, his name is, uh, Domal, Domal Gleason. Yeah. And he was, yeah. um, what Huxton or whatever in star Wars. Yeah. He was Huxton in star Wars. General Hux and uh, yeah, he was this guy in this movie. Mm-hmm. He's been shown up in a lot of yeah. Films, like and Brittany a lot was of like, Oscar-named "Wow, films. like what's up with his like career all of a sudden?" Like, bam, bam. It must have been Star Wars or something because he was in that movie with Michael Fassbender, Frank. Uh, that really oh yeah, film the where, agent yeah. Where uh, well, no, he was he was a uh, he he got inducted into the band with Frank, who Michael Fassbender plays very well. But it's just wearing that weird cartoon mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like. I remember seeing an interview mm-hmm. about that movie. Cause after I watched it, I was like, this was such an interesting movie. Like it felt yeah. weird, like, <laughs> but it was good though. And then, uh, I watched an interview with Michael Fassbender and Domhnall Gleeson. And, uh, at the very end of the interview, Michael, Michael Fassbender is like, are you going to tell him about star Wars? And then he, like Domhnall Gleeson looks at him and was like, uh, no, like <laughs> you shouldn't have said that kind of thing. So I was like, Oh, why is he going to be in star Wars? And yeah, out of nowhere, yeah. Yeah, his career just like rolls like everywhere. Yeah. Cause know? like, I didn't realize he was, I didn't recognize him as a star Wars role. And so I saw him in this movie. And I was like, Oh, he's probably gonna be like a little side character. Like he'll probably get killed. No, pretty he, soon. Was, he was in the movie. Yeah. He was, he was the, he was the entire main movie. character, dude. Like he, especially when like Leonardo DiCaprio met up with him too. He was like, Hey man, this is what happened. It's like, we gotta go get Tom Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unfortunately he did pass, but who? Don Hulkleason. He died. Remember? What? No, 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 not the actor. Oh, sorry. I don't know his character's name. I'm so sorry. Dom Hong Gleason is alive. (laughs) (laughs) No, in the movie. I was like, what a terrible ending. No, in the movie. Um, Captain? Captain Price? Whatever his name was. He was referred to as Captain often. Yeah, the Captain. Like, he, I mean, he died, though, like, in the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. he was he was still in like ninety percent of the movie. Yeah, and he had some major. He made parts it to the very it. end. Like it was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you think of the ending of the Revenant? Uh, ambiguous, which I hate. Yeah, I felt like it did feel like they kind of like, all right, how are we gonna end this? Because <laughs> in the book, yeah. apparently, it ends like in a courtroom scene. Um, oh, yeah, okay. like one of those kind of movies. Like you know, they capture Tom Hardy and whatnot, and then oh. give him the choice of going to jail or. You know, serving like two years in the military. Huh. Yeah. So that's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was, hey, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy <laughs> dies in the movie. Indians kill him. Dude. Yeah. Rescalp him. Yeah. He's like, what's going on with this guy's scalp? <laughs> we got to finish that right quick. That <laughs> looks 
nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Let me fix it up real quick for you. <laughs> Jeez. But yeah, so I mean, like, but yeah, I mean, the ending to me, like, it was, um, it was good. Like, not entirely too memorable. It was just like, eh, kind of like, it kind of, like, it had to happen. You know yeah. I mean? like, it, like, alluded to it. And I actually um, just finished watching Red vs. Blue season 13. Uh-huh. And it kind of ends in a similar way. And the guy has, like, a monologue about it, like, a hero always, like, sacrifices himself, and, like, everyone cheers. It's, like, a big party, and, like, they save the day, but the hero never knows that. Mm-hmm. And, like, they just have to take, like, a leap of faith and just trust that things are going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And thinking back on Revenant, it's, like, we just have to, like, trust, like, he made it and he's good. Yeah. Like, the hero saved the day, and, like, the story continues, and he lives, like, he lives on. Forever. <laughs> and, <laughs> but do you think, like, maybe he did just, like, give up right then, and, like, he wanted to be with his uh wife and child after uh he killed tom hardy's character yeah like he sees the vision of his wife oh yeah definitely i feel like i mean he definitely probably died <laughs> do you think he gave up not a sense gave up because i mean he accomplished his goal as far as like you know trekking across yeah. yeah revenge and whatnot like that was i mean it was just a tale of vengeance really so i think he accomplished his goal and i think right then and there like you realized the door was open to him. He was like, all right, bro, do you want to go now? Like, or do you want to like still hang out here on earth? And cause like, I mean, his family was there waiting for him too. And I felt he just accepted. He's like, you know what? I did what I needed to yeah. do. I'm ready to go. Yeah. So I, that, that's how I took it. I definitely felt like that. Um, <clears throat> when I watched it immediately, it's just after seeing the red versus blue thing, I was like, that kind of fits, but yeah, I yeah. could definitely see him just being like, you know, I've, I've done what I need to do. So yeah, like, he's at peace now. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's at peace. And like yeah. just him seeing his wife is just like the symbol of like peace and happiness of like his previous life. And exactly. Yeah. The door is open for that. Reunited with him, with her and his, yeah, and the son. So yeah, it, it definitely made sense to do that ending for sure. No, it was good though. Really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> I was going to originally segue this when you were talking about the Revenant soundtrack, cause mm-hmm. I know you got it on vinyl. Um, do you want to wrap up or do you want to keep talking? Do you have anything else to say about it? Um, what would you rate it? I would rate it eight and a half bear claws out of 10. I'd probably rate it, um, nine bear scars. Bear scars. I'd rate it. No, I rate it eight and a half Tom Hardy scalps (laughs) out of 10. Eight and a half times you don't understand Tom Hardy. (laughs) Uh, Mostly because like, like I said, like I wasn't bored throughout the entire movie. Like I was extremely invested and it just, you know, kept mm-hmm. for a two and a half hour movie to keep me entertained that entire time. I, 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 I hold that in a pretty high regard. Yeah, definitely. I so, think I give it eight and a half. I mean, cause it, it was very, very good. Like, it's not something I can watch continuously like over and over again right mm-hmm. away. Cause dude, it exhausted me. I was mm-hmm. like, I need to sit down. Yeah, I almost watched it like a week ago, mm-hmm. but um, Brittany wanted to see it and she wasn't available. And I was like, well, now I got to wait because there's yeah. no way I'm watching it two weeks in a row. Like, yeah. I will not be happy. <laughs> yeah, no. So it's one of those, like, I got to watch every now and again. But, like, just the fact that they accomplished and made that film and it was just so, it, I mean, it really worked. Mm-hmm. So that's why I gave him eight and a half. Like, it's, it's not something I would watch all the time, like Mad Max. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, no, not to compare, though. Like, I just, like, generally... But no, I, I really enjoyed it though. It was I was really anticipating it for the whole year, and yeah, I felt like I was very satisfied. <laughs> All right, Revenant done. Boom. So what are you gonna talk about? Uh, I was gonna talk about records for a day because we were talking about the Revenant record, mm-hmm. and I wanted to see. Well, I can bring up the Deadpool soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> the Deadpool soundtrack. Let's hear Did it. Did you um see the list? Was it on there? No, no, no. Just it's coming out, and you can pre-order it. <gasps> really? Yeah, double. 180 gram oh. on black and red starburst. 
Oh my god. Yeah, and it's only thirty bucks. <laughs> That and is pretty cool. One of the songs on there is X Gum Give It To Ya. God. Yeah. <laughs> that and like Salt and Pepper. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And um, there's just like, from the titles of the songs, it looks like little clips from the movie mm-hmm. are going to be in there. Kind of like the Reservoir Dogs soundtrack. I don't know if you've oh, listened yeah, to that yeah. one. Well, yeah. it's kind of like, um, which record did I just get recently? Uh, the Hateful Eight soundtrack. It has little clips from the yep. movie too. Yeah, so yeah. it's going to be like that. Because nice. I think it's like, like 24 that. tracks. That's cool because it feels mm-hmm. like you're watching the movie. Oh, mm-hmm. Like nice. you can play it in your head. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you can follow along. So. I got that, and I'm really excited for that. Nice. No, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I definitely need to get on that. Mm-hmm. But Record Store Day. Yeah, so Record Store Day just released their list. You can My check it out. Official list. You can check it out on recordstoreday.com. And then check out their long PDF of Well, awesome there's records. a PDF where if, like, you want to save it on your phone, and so you can make like, a little like shopping list. Checklist, yeah. And then there's like a web page where it like, shows you a picture of the album. And possibly, so you know exactly what yeah. to look for when you get there. Yeah, <laughs> and it tells you like how many... Um, copies there are of it what variant it is if it's simply black or if it's like colored or if it's a picture disc i hate the fact that it tells me how many copies are because i just like i'll be like i'll be so hopeful like all right look at this record it's coming out and then i'll look at like oh only 500 were made i'm like i'm probably not gonna get one yeah like the dejan Dejan tendu we'll never forget oh 2000 that's that's pretty good it's like (laughs) no one has it it's crazy because there's a bunch of records on the list that were like 1500 and like uh well so much i mean yeah all right but um anything excite you on that list um, well, we already talked about the leak list like a couple weeks ago. Some of it's actually true. Um, a, a lot of it is actually true. The Star Wars Force Awakens picture mm-hmm. disc was true. Um, and so outside of the three that I was excited for from that, the, um, Atreyu best of mm-hmm. is getting pressed on two LPs with the D side being etched mm-hmm. and it's going to be colored. So I'm excited for that because that'd be really awesome to get. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, um, not, not anything else, but. Oh, the Bring Me the Horizon picture disc. Oh, yeah, that's right. I need to see how many copies are pressed of each because, I don't know, I see them both as pretty big bands, especially in my scene, yeah. but I don't know how well that translate in, translates into, like, mainstream shopping. Sure. Like, do, do you see those two as, like, pretty high on people's priorities? Like, do no, you see those going up? Not off? necessarily. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, f- I find that more, like, uh, soundtracks usually yeah. take the cake or yeah, which sucks bands too. that like you barely even hear from at mm-hmm. all and barely release stuff yeah like, like brand new <laughs> yeah like um john wick i'm gonna get that that's only 2500 so oh, yeah. that's that's a real toss-up like is it gonna be there is it not and um david bowie's gonna get a ton of oh dude albums. yeah i saw that and i was like all right yeah <laughs> here we go <laughs> yeah people are gonna go crazy for that um yeah i know uh like what about far, you like as far as like that goes i mean soundtracks like star wars force awakens picture disc the yeah, and, yeah. And, they, and they're printing 15,000 copies, so I feel Every really... Every store gets, like, 100. I know, I feel really good about that, like, super <laughs> You just good walk in that. the door, they're like, here you go. It's like, yeah, it's a complimentary, it comes with, like, a gift bag, like, oh, thanks. <laughs> I did want this. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. Um, they're printing Nosferatu on a That's color... That's so ridiculous yeah, to like me. Yeah, the 1922 Nosferatu silent film, they're printing the soundtrack on, like, on a, on a colored color. vinyl... Is Which it a I'm, double LP or just single? Just a single. Okay, LP, yeah. But uh, I find it kind of ironic that's being printed on What does the soundtrack even sound like? It's just no. I mean, like, like super films, old, dude. Yeah, it's just like super orchestrated <laughs> violins and yeah, a lot of ambience and suspense. <laughs> it's cool though because I was like, oh well, it's, it's like a piece of history because that was one of like the first like horror movies, right? If not the it first, it was one of the first vampire movies for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I mean, like that'd be really nice to get. Um, so that's on my list for sure. Um, let me see what else. Uh, Bob Dylan has one melancholy mood uh, printed on, I think a seven inch, uh, that would be kind of nice to have. Um, let me see what else was there. I can't like forgetting everything already. I knew I should have wrote it down. There's a lot. There is a lot. Yeah. Those are just some that kind of stood out immediately to me. 
Oh, the um, old dirty bastard. Old dirty bastard has a uh, two singles printing being printed on seven inch. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, if they have it, I'll get it. <laughs> it's just like funny. <laughs> oh, it's just cool. I mean, I, I like Wu Tang, so it's like mm-hmm. nice to have him. Um, it was towards the end. Uh, I can't remember what it was. After Nosferatu, it was. Oh, Twenty One Pilots. Oh yeah, Twenty One Pilots has a yeah double sided. Um picture disc i think or is it just plaque i can't i have no idea they were very vague yeah it didn't say much it was just like double-sided singles like cool i want it (laughs) Uh, i guess maybe yeah so we'll see what happens with that one too um yeah no that'd be nice yeah so there's there's quite a few on there for me like i i would like to go and actually try i didn't go to the last couple records for days just because no chance (laughs) yeah the last the last one was the first one that i went to Mm. and this one i hopefully will be able to go because that's when i have um my computer science class. Mm-hmm. And so I think the week before I'm going to talk to my professor and be like, yo, <laughs> there's this thing records or day yo. only happens basically like once a year. Can I, <laughs> I'm going to be late. Is that cool? I, <laughs> yeah, you should tell him that. Yeah, Cause like, it, does your professor look like he likes records? Uh, probably like old records. I could see him being into it. <laughs> be like, I'll um, get you something. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll be like, I'll come in and show them to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cause it, I, doesn't Zia open at eight on record store day? Ah, uh, they've always changed their hours every year because it, it gets more hype every year. Yeah, so, so like I remember earlier. one time they like opened up at like nine. I mean, they could be opening up at eight because I think I last year was eight. And yeah. so, um, if it's eight again, one. my class doesn't start till nine, so I'll be like, I'll be like thirty minutes to an hour late. That yeah. is, it's a four-hour class, so that isn't really missing much. Right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, if I can go, oh man, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely gonna make sure I take work off that day mm-hmm. so I can get up and go out and get the records <laughs> wake up at like five in the morning <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> all right i'm gonna go out there now i might as well right mm-hmm. <laughs> just wear a hoodie mm-hmm. stand out there with my donut i would too man <laughs> just got my coffee have you ever stood out in line for something like no never like black friday or something like that anything like that like that style no the only time i've done black friday shopping was with you at target two years ago oh yeah or we went at like like 11.30. It was like empty. <laughs> yeah, that was really weird. Yeah. I got an Xbox controller. And two and games. Shadow of Mordor for like 40 bucks. Yeah. And this, it was just so empty and I felt like the employees were just like, why am I here? Like, yeah. I hate of, the holidays. So, I did not anticipate that at all. Um, no, I mean, I've done like Black Friday, but like, I think, I mean, it was Star Wars premiere. I, I got there like two and a half hours earlier. And I got, oh, I, for the final Harry Potter Oh, I was there for the midnight release, and I guess I kind of waited, but I was waiting to watch the first part because it was like a back-to-back feature. Oh, that's right, right. And yeah. so I, I think I waited maybe like five, ten minutes for that, if that really counts. Yeah. That's probably the most I've waited for one thing. Um, I remember I went to The Martian. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I said this on the podcast before. I went to The Martian, like, the night it premiered, mm-hmm. and I got there like 45 minutes earlier. I was like, that's going to be so packed because, like, Ridley Scott... <laughs> and I bought my ticket, and I, I was waiting for James Carlos from Fortino, and I got in there, and no one was there. And I was like, I got into the theater, nobody was there. And I was like, it's like, the movie started at like 10, and it was like 9.20. Oh my God. I was like, where the hell is everybody at? So I sat down, and like Fortino walks in, and he like looks at me. <laughs> I'm like sitting there. Of course, he's the next person to like, walk I'm in. I'm like by myself. I'm like, hey, dude. <laughs> so I rented the theater out. Carlos walked in. Hey, Eddie, where are you? <laughs> It was really funny. I was like, I did not expect that at all. But then, like, as the days went by, like, it got a lot of hype. Minutes. Oh, no, days? Yeah, as the days went by. So how many people were in that theater? Honestly, like, 15. 
the night it premiered, like Thursday Limited night. screening. Was Matt Damon one of them? It might have been. <laughs> if I would have turned around, I got really good seats. <laughs> oh, I heard um, they were, during the Oscars, they were, like, showing, like, reels of, like, visual effects stuff because I was up for oh, some yeah. stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, Matt Damon's beard at the end was a visual <laughs> effect. <laughs> I don't recall seeing that, but that's so funny. Like, they um, showed, like, the final shots where he's, like, super scrawny and stuff, and he's, like, yeah. scraggly. Like, they put on layers and layers, and then the file layer was, like, and here's his beard, and it just, like, zooms over, and his beard gets planted on him. It's like, what? That's like, so he funny. had, like, a little bit of, like, stubble, but they just, like, yeah, basically just Photoshop will fight yeah. it. Yeah. It's like, you need to look older. That's so crazy. Well, it <laughs> makes me happy, because like... if I ever become an actor and, like, they need me to do stuff, like, grow a big beard. Like, the movie starts filming in a month. <laughs> I can barely grow a mustache. <laughs> Don't worry, we got you, fam. <laughs> Thousands like, of dollars just for yeah, a beard. Yeah, just for a beard. God, that'd be great. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Oh, man. <laughs> um, Kind of related to music, I got an email from Under Oath about the VIP show. Oh, nice. And they released the times for when you can show up mm. with uh, VIP tickets. Oh. And so, for me, well, um, I can show up to the venue at 3.30 p.m. What? Yeah. That's so early. I know. That's so cool. <laughs> but then I get to see the sound check, I get the meet and greet, and then I get um, I get to look at all the merch. I can pick what I want. How excited are you? Oh my god, it's two weeks away by the time this comes out. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And uh, I still need to get my ticket for the show. <laughs> if is it sold out yet? I have no idea. Man. <laughs> and um, I listen to the leads. Uh, whatever. I listen to the lead secret syndrome like podcast for um, both Aaron and Spencer were on it, and so that like made me even more hype. Yeah. And then I saw another interview with Spencer, and it was like a like two page long interview, just like super detailed questions. And I was like, Oh man, I need this show. What in are my you gonna life. do when you see them? Like, are you, what do you do? You, have, do you know what you're gonna say? Uh, uh, <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> throw up. <laughs> I'll just be like, I have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! If they started listening to this, I would I would quit. <laughs> I don't know. I'll probably like show them my tattoo first. I'll yeah. be like, Hey, I like you guys because um the keyboardist the synthesizer chris yeah he liked my picture and he commented on it when i got the tattoo oh nice yeah what do you say uh he he just posted like two uh beer emojis nice (laughs) (laughs) just them like clinking and i was like all right man (laughs) yeah so i like i haven't even thought about that what i'm gonna say like I'll just try not to be the first person to meet them, and I'll just judge what I say based on other people. Yeah. So I'll yeah. be like, "Suh, <laughs> Assad, bro, dude." If you say Assad, dude, like they're like, "Get out!" <laughs> it's like, give me what? your pass. They like rip it off your neck. Get that merch back, <laughs> loser, loser. <laughs> That'd be so great. Oh my the god! The day I hate Under Oath forever. <laughs> I cut my tattoo off of me. Oh my god! That is. You're gonna get an Oscar for that. <laughs> <laughs> the Revenant 2 oh my god Cody cuts off his tattoo wow so um last week they released the Game of Thrones season 6 trailer no it was this week um last week <laughs> <laughs> I was like what are you Son talking about <laughs> <laughs> we're very bad at hosting and doing shows and keeping the edits under wraps <laughs> If my head was stationary, the joke just, like, went to Mars. <laughs> yeah, with Matt Damon. Uh, the joke's not coming back. <laughs> um, yeah, last week came out. That was awesome. Yeah, I remember last <laughs> week. That was such a good week. <laughs> it was, like, last week. I remember it like it was last week. 
Um, wow. What do you think? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Are I'm excited. Ah, oh, man. I've been so out of the Game of Thrones game. Spoilers, lately. Game of Thrones. Watch all five seasons and then watch the trailer. <laughs> and then listen to our yeah. podcast. <laughs> Simple task. You'll get it done. Um, I haven't, I haven't like, jumped back. Because, like, I want to... I want to rewatch all the episodes again. Like that's it's hard. Thing. It's the yeah. first season is really slow yeah. to start, but I think after like the halfway point, then it finally picks up. Mm-hmm. But the first couple episodes, you're like, mm, man, yeah, it's just of, like a lot I, of politics. Because like it, I saw the trailer, and I was like, damn, I'm getting excited again. But it's like for a second, I was like, I forgot who some of these people were because <laughs> there's so many characters in Game of Thrones. Like it's huge. Yeah, Westeros is endless, and they keep adding more. And more they keep and more. adding more, and they keep killing them off, and it's not helping. And and bringing them back, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm glad the mountain is, you know, finally like. Yeah, the mountain looks nasty, man. Like he's, he's, he mean. looks so scary. His eyes, like his dead eyes, and they're like the... puffed out and yeah. purple. Ugh. He looks like he's just ready to just kill. Yeah, basically <laughs> decimate. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I'm very excited for the mountain. Do you think they're bringing back Jon Snow? Uh, yeah. You think so? Within the season? Oh yeah, obviously no. Within like. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think so. Do you think it'll be like the first couple episodes, or do you think it's gonna be like towards think, the end? Do you think it'll be like know, a big long like thing they have to do, and then finally they're like, all right, we're ready? We I feel like that's what up. a lot of people are expecting. So I wouldn't be surprised if like the first episode, if anything, like the very end of it, like I, the very end of the first episode. I feel like it's gonna be a very like time constricted thing, and they're yeah. gonna want to do it in like the first or second well, yeah, episode. Yeah, so there's gonna be so much story to like you know catch up on with him. And another thing too, like I don't know if you heard, but like. um uh, the writers of Game of Thrones, the TV series, because George R. R. Martin hasn't released anything yet, mm-hmm. they're just going to go through. They're going to push through without him. Like, yeah. they, and he's cool with it. I mean, like, he's still going to. Yeah, he's giving them like yeah, the like guidelines and whatnot. But he, they're still going to like do story on their yeah. own. And it's ending in season <clears throat> seven, right? Like season seven, the little season seven is the end point. Like that's it compared to the books. Um, I th- I thought that's just what like they've been saying. Like oh, there is going to no be idea. seasons seven seasons, and that's it. Oh, really? I haven't heard that. Because that's how many books there's going to be. Hmm. Well, in that case, then, wow. <laughs> that's scary. Yeah, so, th- I mean, I can understand why they're comfortably doing that, then. The last season is just going to be maybe a little bit different from especially, what George R. Martin writes. And especially with, um, like, a linear story, I guess you consider Game of Thrones. Like, there is definitely, like, an end point. Like, if you keep oh, yeah, dragging it on and on, like, eventually the show is eventually, not be like, good. if they keep it going over and over again. <laughs> bless you. So many people are going to rise and fall and die and well, yeah, born. and then they're like, man, I don't even care about the throne anymore. Like, mm. throw it away. It's like, I remember... Sell it at a yard sale. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just make my own. <laughs> yeah, I'll make my own Iron Throne. Um, um, yeah, I think... I think getting Jon Snow alive is going to be a big, like, to-do list. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's going to be done pretty quickly. And I'm happy to see Davos, like... Using a weapon from the looks of it. <laughs> I don't know. I think he was doing that in preparation of John being brought back and being like a white walker. Right. And so oh, he's right. like, you know, just in case like it goes south, like I'm pulling out the, like the sword, like, yeah. Cause it was probably, um, I think Longclaw mm-hmm. is his weapon. And so I think that's what he was pulling out. Like the Valerian steel just to be ready. Right. No, that, that would make sense actually. Um, I'm actually very excited to see that uh, Sansa's okay. Because <laughs> if we remember from Antheon. the end of season five, Antheon too. Yeah. So I was like, oh, so wherever they jump, they, yeah, they're they fine. No. <laughs> I was like, oh, they shouldn't have showed them. Because I would have been like, where's Sansa and mm-hmm. Theon? Like, what happened? Like, that would have been cool. Also, um, Arya. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. it showed her like almost immediately. Like, her eyes are okay. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, 
Cool. So it was part of her training. And yeah, Sansa, 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 Sansa. Uh, she looks like very like regal. So like she got somewhere safe. Yeah. She looks like she's fur coat. a lot safer now. And yeah. Theon is finally back with her Greyjoys. And so finally he's going to be like, he's no longer a lot reek. of stuff's going to be turning around. He's yeah. no longer reek. Cause season five, it was definitely like a, gosh, man, like such a downer as far as like our favorite characters and what if, they had to go through. I could definitely like, once the show is done, I could definitely look back on season five and be like, this was the filler season. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the season where they had to set up a bunch of stuff. Well, remember how slow it was in the beginning, too? And then mm-hmm. it picked up towards the end? Like, yeah. So yeah. I could definitely, like, retroactively consider it, like, a filler season just to get the ball rolling, get yeah. stuff moving. Oh, of course, of course, yeah. So, yeah, uh, do you think anyone's going to die in season six of Game of Thrones? Well, yeah, I haven't even talked about Khaleesi. What's going on with her? How she's captured by the um, That's true. Uh, horse people. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember their names. It's, it's exactly man. I'm like I haven't seen it in a minute, so I'm it's hungry. Like, <laughs> I can't. I can't think. Um, um, I don't think. Khale- I think Khaleesi's making it to the end. Her, her story is too important. Um, I think because dude, the people that have died already. The most, uh, the second most, if not maybe the most important, was John, and he is coming back to life thanks to the plot armor. Um, what about the King of the North, man, Rob Stark? He was he was taking his death was necessary. I guess yeah. to just like to ignite a whole another to just set off a bomb in the plot and just mm-hmm. scatter everything. So I think Khaleesi's gonna make it. Assuming John comes back, I think he's good. Huh? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. Um, Dinklage is okay. Uh, friend zone. What's his name? Captain Friendzone. Yes. Um, he's going to die. You think so? He's got grayscale. Like, oh, that's true, yeah. There's really no I cure for it. That, yeah. um, Sansa, I think she's good. Arya is probably okay. Either Jamie or Cersei is probably going to die, I think. I think it's finally time for them. Yeah, it's gonna. they're really going to set it off in this one. Mm. I feel like, yeah, Captain Friendzone is going to die. Um, I do feel like... <laughs> I feel like Jamie might honestly. Yeah, one of the one of the Lannisters that are still dealing with King's Landing because it seems like it's just going to go off. Mm-hmm. Like the civil war is finally going to start between like the religious people and then everyone else. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be intense, man. I'm, I'm excited. Um, anything you hope to see like uncovered or like finally dealt with in the season? The subreddit's really hoping for um, the Clegane Bull, um, the Hound versus the Mountain. Mm. because the mountain's finally back like in full force in the season and mm. they haven't really shown the hound dying mm. or allude well i guess allude to it but they haven't like confirmed it right and so people are thinking he's going to come back and it's just going to be a big battle between them yeah so that'd be really awesome to see the hound in the mountain go at it well codenberg it seems situation we uh yeah, this is the first time on Chess Talk that this has happened. What we, happened? We drawed. Is that so, or draw like drawn? Tied. We we tied. So it's bas- a draw. Basically, we got to the point where we killed every single one of each other's pieces, and it's just our kings left. And so theoretically, in chess, like we can never win because we can't put our kings in check but we need to put the other king in check and that's just like a logical error mm-hmm. like they can't touch they're like magnets yeah how do they work yeah <laughs> i guess we want to call it that yeah basically when it's just two kings on the board you really can't win anymore there's like no pieces yeah you, you literally dance around the table until you bo- you're both bored which gets 
old really quickly. So, yeah, this is a draw. So, um, interesting. Um, good, ga- I, good game. Was it? Question <laughs> <laughs> I, mark? I, I want to say it's not because no one won. Like, yeah. It's not we, a good we game. We outwitted each other to the point where we can't win and the, we can't best each other. The chessboard won. The chessboard won. Now its score finally moves up again. So basically my score when Cody's scores are at a standstill, but the draw score. That's what that two is for. Yeah. Now that, it is a three. We've, <laughs> we've drawn three times since we started playing chess together. Over like three years. So, you know, works out once a year. Has it been not that long? Uh, three years? Probably because I believe it was before I got my job. <laughs> yeah, it was it was right before I graduated. That's crazy. So it'll be three years this summer. So, or yeah. In like a month or two, it'll be three years. Well, that's it. That's Chess Talk 49. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Episode uh, 50 is going to be next week, and it's going to oh, be cool. that's crazy. We've done almost 50 episodes. Um, yeah, so we're going to have some guests on. We're going to do something special, as we always do, for the 10th episode of a season. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to announce what we're going to do yet, because we're still in, working it out. But, uh, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Be sure to link your family and uh, show them our chess Zelda skills. your friends. Zelda your friends? Yeah, link oh your family, Zelda God. your friends. Kill me. Don't do that. Ba-dum, ba-dum. Wow. Chess talk. Wow, wow, wow.